0: Crash TV, real housewives, 90 days, they all feel a need. Women who can
1: laugh at these dumpster fires, while at the same time keep inspiring. Southern sass meets Midwestern class,
0: Tough up, hopped up, much talk, load the clock. It's pink shade with Erin and Mary Payne. Pink shade, your ears
1: will never be the same. Hey, y'all, and welcome to Pink Shade. It's Mary Payne here, and I have Erin. And we're excited to talk to you guys about Love After Lockup, uh, before the mid-season finale or something that's happening next week, and then also Happily Ever After. And are they having a mid-season finale, or is it the other way? Who's having the mid-season finale besides Love After Lockup?
0: Dr. Baby Girl, Mary Payne Gilbert, I don't know what the fuck is going on usually most of the time, but I can tell you what I feel like I know. Okay. 90 Day the Other Way is doing what they're calling a mid-season finale next Monday. Okay. Then it'll be off the air until October 11th, which is a Sunday night. And they're coming back with the second half. I've posted the super trailer on the Pink Shade Facebook group page. And the second half of that season looks amazing. I'm super bummed out that it's going to be gone for a few, basically for what? Two, a month and a half-ish? A month? Let's call it a month. So what's happening in between then? I guess we're just going to have on Monday nights uh, Darcy and Stacy. No, that's right. The Z-Ed show. Darcy and Stacy still on Sunday nights. Ninety Day Happily Ever After is still going. They're not breaking that up into two parts or anything. And then, oh god, the family friggin' That's right. Chantel That's what they're is giving coming us back. Torture. Oh, uh, I I'm not okay. I'm not okay with that. I can't.
1: Now somebody I can't told do it. me because I posted I think on the Pink Shade Instagram a picture of the family Chantel and it was like two new people on the end and I was like new people who diss and somebody wrote back and said that is. Another brother that had been up to this point smart enough not to get involved, but now he's gonna be on the show and he also has a ninety-day fiance, kind of a wife. Another brother from another mother? I don't or know. another brother brother. I don't I don't know. Another brother in the family that has a wife that is also a ninety-day fiance. Oh my and we've God. got River, who we believe has some sort of spouse and baby that <laughs> shall not be named <laughs> And then we have um, we Winter, who had that boyfriend, Ja. Ja. What did Ja to, do? What did Ja yeah. do? Ja um, had a baby with some. I don't know. Had extra children. I don't know. You can't remember. He now. did. And she found out. Oh my god! See,
0: we're, we're actually talking about it. This I is know. ridiculous. This is okay. what they want.
1: This is what they want.
0: (laughs) We're giving them what they want. Damn it. We can't help ourselves. Oh, we can't help ourselves. So we're here actually to talk about Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. Remember, guys, if you want to listen to bonus recaps, we do that over on the Hey Bunky Patreon. That's all recaps all the time and, you know, shooting the shit about other things, too. And we're covering the other way. We're covering Darcy and Stacey and we're covering Marrying Millions on Lifetime Wednesday nights. That is uh, cuckoo. Um, we are also putting so much beautiful content up on the pink shade Patreon. So I want to shout out our newest pink shade Patreon premium sponsors. Wow. That's a mouthful. Ooh. Sally R, Melissa M, G, Donna M and Megan H. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for just listening here and tuning in, spreading the word and leaving a rating and review. We really appreciate you, um, being along for the
1: shit show ride that we've been on for quite some time and had no plans of getting off. Can I say something that I saw on another sure. podcast group? I think it was for our friends that do what a creep. Um, yeah, Margot. Margo. Margo. Um, mm-hmm. so she shared somebody put on there, like I used to give you a five star review, but now I give you a one because somebody laughed too hard or something. And she was like, you know, I'll just never understand this. Like why go on and say something that you love it, but you're going to give it a one, and then people were asking like, as listeners, can you really explain to us what this means? It's not like an Amazon product, right? So I went oh, on what and a rating and review means. Yes, and so mm, I okay, and so they said, what does it mean if somebody writes something nice but then gives you a one star? And so I went in <laughs> and I said, the way I understand it is like. It is free content for your ears. It is not free for us to make, but it is free for you to listen to. So if it's something free and you don't like it, maybe just don't say anything. Just don't listen to it because you don't have to. You can just unsubscribe. Um, I said, you know, if somebody gave you a free table like I did this week, I gave somebody our free oh, breakfast yes, you table. Did. Put it in my backyard. and You did not get about yourself me. murdered on Amazon or nope. Facebook Marketplace like we thought Mm-mm. maybe you would. Mm-hmm it was, it was possible, but it turned out yeah. to be two nice girls picked it up. Um, and so I said, if somebody gets now, now if that person went on Facebook and wrote a bad review about the free table that they took for me, why just throw it in the trash? Like, I don't care. I won't know. So I was trying to explain it like that. Like, if you want to leave somebody a four or five star, we prefer a five star review. That's great. But if you give them a one and they have 200 reviews and then they get that one in there, it really does sort of drive the number down. And I said, then what that does is that for all the, you know, um, algorithms and things that go into, if you like this, you might like that, which I find a lot of podcasts that way. I'll scroll to the bottom and it'll say, Oh, you liked the orange tree. Mm -hmm. I bet you'll like relative unknown. These are two really good ones I'm listening to. Um, Or new and noteworthy or this has a new season or whatever. I said, all of that affects it because if if the algorithm sees you've got lots of bad reviews, they're not going to put you into that. I said, so it's kind of like just don't say anything, you know, just like unsubscribe and walk oh, away people can, do, people can do whatever they want. I know right. people could do, I, I try to make it a practice
0: and I truly do this of going in and rating and reviewing all the podcasts that I regularly listen to or ones that are recommended to me. Like you recommend a lot because of course that's, that was your podcasting brand and still is in a large way. You know, you just find a lot of different podcasts and tell people about them. Yeah. I try to always like at least to just click the five stars me if too. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Just, I don't know.
1: Just tell sometimes me. I don't no, have time I'm to write. Here. I'm out here. write <laughs> yeah. half a novel, but I do, like, at least click a five-star. And I just I think that, I guess my idea would be, as a listener, like, I'm not going to click a three-star, because, like, what's the point? It's not even worth my clicking. You know, just like, as, your, as my mother would say, you know, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything <laughs> at all. Well, that's not really how we, how we talk. We just well, say almost oh, everything
0: re- not nice. Referring to myself. It's true. We only say it about people on TV, though. We love our podcasting friends. So, okay, well, that was a nice PSA. I've never really explained how that works before. So, that was helpful, hopefully, to people who kind of don't get rating and review things. I think it's yeah. annoying that, uh, like, iTunes and Apple Pod has it set up like that anyway because there are so many listening platforms. Lots of people don't even go near Apple or use Apple. I know. Pod. You know I actually prefer some different things as well, even though most of my products are
1: Apple. So, it's like, why is that? The end-all be-all. I'll never understand that. I just want to you know? find a way where I have all my podcasts that I like and then I can sort them in the order that I want. Because I go into my Apple thing and I sort them and then they really old things will pop up at the they top. resort, yeah. Because it'll say, you have 87 episodes of this you didn't listen to. I was like, well, that's for a reason I'm waiting for another season or something, you know, like <laughs> now I want to drag that one to the bottom. So it only pops up with a new season, but you can't do it. It's like, you have to like click delete 87 times. I'm like, I can't, who has time? I, Nobody I, has, somebody time. has like a really great, um, I know there's like podcatcher Podbean, there's all these things, but I just want to like go in. I want it to read what I'm already doing. I don't want to have to re reinvent the wheel and then let me go in and sort it in the order of, you know, of what I want to listen to first. Well,
0: you should be able to have that in your life. You you haven't had air conditioning for a week. You should be able to have a pod sorter that you
1: appreciate and can use easily. I can't even cut skill level. I can't even cut three seconds out of Audacity, as you know. (laughs) I watch so many YouTube videos a day, and finally, I sent gifts to Erin of like old ladies like banging their heads on their computers. I was like, "Why am I dumb?" I talked to Erin in four seconds. She's like, "You're dragging in the wrong spot. You got to drag one inch down." I was like, "Oh, look at that." I cut out that audio of something I didn't oh, want in oh there. God. Look at
0: me. It's just, I know, brave new world for Dr. Baby Girl Mary Payne. That's right. Okay. Do you want to get into Love After Lockup? Are we ready?
1: Hit yeah, the bricks. Of, I was going to say, the skids. old dog, old dog, new tricks. And speaking of old dogs and new tricks, we could talk about Scott, old dog, Lindsay, new trick. Oh,
0: God. Seriously. Okay. This is week's episode was called denied and declined (laughs) and we need to make mention of the fact that um it was news to my ears they announced a two-hour finale next friday night so actually this coming friday night at this point is the two-hour finale mid-season finale no that's what they said they
1: did mid-season you guys okay i'll stop
0: okay anyway it's a two-hour some kind of finale it's the mid-season finale just like the other way Yes.
1: They're doing the same thing? Okay. Matt Sharp learned some new words. And he's using them on all the shows.
0: He <laughs> certainly is. He certainly is. Okay, so let's start with old dog, new trick. Yeah, okay. Scott and Lindsay. We are forced to watch Scott's entire scene while he's shirtless. Mm-hmm. Um, what was happening there? They just caught him mid-iron? They just happened to have a camera on, and he happens to not have a shirt on at that
1: moment? You know, I'm still studying his lip situation and he has said on the gram that it was an allergy and mm-hmm. i'm really beginning to wonder if he got some drive-by lip filler and that's what caused that Ooh, that could happen mm-hmm. i'm beginning to wonder because it is very swollen it does look like he's had a reaction to something for mm-hmm. sure
0: you know and how come so, it, how come some benadryl okay. haven't cleared
1: it up yet i don't know I don't
0: know. The, the the drive-by lip filler. We saw that happen on Smothered with a mother and daughter who went to like, basically a drive-by strip, lip filler. Yeah. And they came out of there looking cuckoo bananas. It was incredible TV, though. That could have happened to Scott. He yeah. is not in a hurry to put that shirt on, though. No, we, he's we find ironing out what it, happened
1: to Lindsay. He's ironing it on his kitchen counter next to six pizza boxes and 24 takeout bags of food that are strewn about. And I'm not sure if you noticed this and I've maybe been listening to way too many murder podcasts, but you knows there was a random coil of rope on the counter. Um, no, I did not. I did. I was oh, like, well, next. we just
0: need to combine that with Paul's <laughs> trash bag curtains, which I'm logged in as today. Yep. And we have a, almost a whole murder scene ready to go.
1: I mean, so she said she was supposed to leave and she was in the shoe, but they were still going to let her leave. But then when she was about to get out, she got smart with somebody and he says, what do you mean? She was like, well, she said I got smart with her and so they won't let me out. And he says, you know, he's really concerned and sure hopes she's being honest. And, uh, she feels real optimistic that she'll be able to not get smart with anybody and she will eventually get out. Um, that's all we got from them. Uh, the the shirtless ironing was enough. Um, we did get a little clip of her talking about her makeup routine in prison, which we've heard before. I think from Tracy, you know, you get your deodorant, your toothpaste, and your magazine clippings, and your pencils and your pens, and you mm-hmm. wipe it all over your face. And then she looks pretty good, I gotta say. Yeah, but we also got a clip in the preview, and I did watch the previews this
0: week. where they? I, don't they show her telling Scott to shut up, like in the same room? i I'm yeah. feeling like yeah. we do see her get out. She's like crouching on
1: the bathroom floor and he's trying yeah. to touch her. And she's like, don't touch me.
0: <laughs> Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. Like me with my family every day of quarantine in the kitchen bathroom anywhere. I'm like, don't come in here. Leave me alone. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Okay. Who should we move on to next? Well, I've got, um, Jessica and Maurice and I posted on, I think Perfect. the pink shade, um, Instagram. What's, What's wrong with her? So she says to him at some point. She says like to be more specific. Well, when she she says to some point to the camera, like I don't know, he's like my boyfriend, and then she like stops. Her tongue falls out of her mouth. He's my boyfriend, and her tongue comes out. I was like, what? What's happening with her? Did she have like a slight little stroke right there? I mean. I don't know. I don't. Something's not right with her. Um, okay. So they drive to the line in Nevada and get out of the car. And then he pisses on California. Yep.
0: He yeah. says, see you, Callie. Ain't done nothing for me. Hello, Nevada. Going to be rolling into there. And he doesn't care that the parole officer can call him at any point. And uh, what? he's to get there within seconds. I People were posting on our Facebook page and stuff. You know, they can knock on your door and you have to be ready to talk to them. It's like. Right. Oh, what are they doing here? Also, they're filming it all. <laughs> so, right. Why are they filming all of this if it's truly this big of a deal? Right. Another Bunky posted, this is a question that I was wondering about, too, that they keep referring to this three-strike law, but breaking parole wouldn't really be part of that. It would be more for an actual crime, like in that same category.
1: I don't I understand, James, remember when we saw... Um... Michael drive up, and he was driving the car, which he wasn't supposed to be doing, and he was like mm-hmm. three hours late, and they put him right back in jail for many months for parole violation. They did. they did, but with the three strikes thing, they're saying, oh, he could be in prison
0: for the rest of his life. Right. You know, but I, I don't think this would apply to that, somebody was saying. It seems like if he committed other, another oh, felony, maybe. We don't know. Okay, so we don't know. Anyway, what's wrong with her mouth and... Why are they filming all of this if it is really this dire of a situation where he could go to prison forever? That's what Mm -hmm. they keep saying. Is that true?
1: Uh, Right. And, you know, they uh, get to the house and he's very excited. And she's like, here's the laundry room. He's like, what? Laundry room. And she's like, and here's the couch. What? We got carpet. I mean, he is so excited about everything he's so happy with the house he says it was really a blessing that he met her and so he seems like you know at the beginning we couldn't quite tell if he really liked her but he's very excited he loves everything about the house he drinks some hot vodka and just ready to go she's like that's not even cold he's like won't care now they did have some word art that i was upset about on the wall um (laughs) there's a big one that said love and then another one that said let's go crazy which how dare you RIP Prince. Don't say let's be go crazy in Prince. a word art. Mm-hmm. Don't be smirch. Nope. Um. Now, speaking of word art, he says he has to take a shower, and he has a prison tattoo on his back from shoulder to buttocks that says Compton Crip 88. hmm No one's going to mistake what gang he was in. Nope. Um, nope. It, it was kind of off-center. That's going to that- be
0: something that, to get it removed, would be like a years-long process. He's going so to he's go gonna ben have to go yeah. Ben Affleck
1: with the phoenix on the back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. So he wants to go over there looking clean and respectable. And, you know, he seems to be like really cute and excited about meeting her parents. And he's actually, actually very yeah. endearing. He's super
0: endearing. I don't know how this is going to work out for them. She seems like she is so out of it. She continues to be. Now her tongue's actually rolling out of her <laughs> mouth, as you mentioned. Like it's unbeknownst real. to her, I think.
1: Unbeknownst to her,
0: I think that happened. She had no idea. It's her so tongue fu- left her body
1: it's so funny because you know he's got he's so tatted up everywhere on his face his nat- everywhere you know it's like you run out of space and you start going over your eyebrow and all that but she's got that one little cursive dainty maurice right on her yeah. boobie it's yes. right there it's right, right there, there by her heart um
0: when he said i don't want to seem too excited like a little kid but i you know i want to tell her how much i appreciated. it i thought that was so cute when he yeah. was looking at the house and he was like trying not to be too excited like a kid on christmas anyway yeah they're gonna go meet her family and that's gonna be coming up next time we didn't get any of that this time but for now he's excited about the bed the shower the word art all of it and the hot vodka Ugh.
1: and so they drive up to the parents house and he goes so how do you fa- how do you feel about uh, bringing home a black guy and she just looks at him like what huh I don't feel any what
0: every day is her first day on earth she's just every just like- day.
1: What do you mean? Mm -hmm. And he's kind of laughing. She goes, I don't feel anything about that. So he tells the camera he feels nervous, and he really wouldn't know how to feel honestly if his daughter brought home a man of a different race who just got out of prison and had done a lot of things he wasn't proud of. He said, but I'm really hoping they'll accept me and that'll just make everything easier. He really is very, very sweet, and I hope he stays that way. And I really need her to either uh, half her Xanax prescription or... (laughs) Uh, I don't know. She just just seems real, real low key to the point of her tongue falls out of her mouth.
0: Yeah. I have been saying this since the beginning. She's not all there. And I know I say that about several cast members throughout the seasons, different times, but she, I can't describe her any other way. Like you want to wave your hands in front of her face and say, hello, (laughs) hello, like knock, knock, knock anybody home. That's truly how I feel about her. And this week was a whole new level of it. Yeah. So much. Okay. I'm just going to say it. He's so much smarter than her, period. Yes. He's and more was, introspective. He's more mature, everything.
1: And I was trying to explain to somebody, I think it was one of the kids or something, and I said, you know, the thing is, is that generally on these shows, you think that the person coming out of prison is going to be the craziest person. And sometimes they nope. are. But a lot of times it's the person on the outside. I go, you know, you got a 53-year-old man dating a 23-year-old woman and thinks he's going to change your life or whatever. I go... A lot of times it's the person on the outside and you oh, see yeah. that with 90 day fiance too it's not yep. always like this this like gold digging foreigner sometimes never. it's like no. a really weirdo no, American. No, never
0: but yeah yeah exactly uh, that's the point of these shows to show you you know you go in with one expectation and then you see <laughs> from a different perspective
1: well i'm, I'm like jessica i'm like brand new i'm like it just hits me every time you're brand wow. new you're but brand, brand new. new
0: you're like well these shows are really about the paradox <laughs> Of the inmate versus the free person on the outside.
1: Wow. Okay. Who next? I've got Chevelle and Quaylon. Now, you know, I have in my notes Chevelle is a business owner, but I don't know what kind of business she owns. I feel like it was some kind of like online influencer. or Maybe she has like an online store.
0: I think it was something like that. Somebody she tell sells, us if you got it. We forget. Um, so her uh, Chevelle and Quaylon are doing well. She is still happy that, you know, he's got stamina. She didn't realize he'd have after being in prison all that time. And he's been, mm-hmm. he in prison for a long time, just as a reminder to everyone. I think he's the longest one on this season
1: who was incarcerated the longest, yeah.
0: 12 years. So his mom and his sister come over to take him clothing shopping. And they want to also talk to him about the fact that he's choosing to live in Kansas City instead of Houston. That's where they want him to go because all of his old friends and his old haunts and, you know, the, the trouble that he got him before is that element is all still around there. And he just keeps telling them, you know, but I want to make a go of it with with Chevelle and her home's here and her daughter. And so there's just going to be that tension there for a while. Meanwhile, Chevelle and her family are preparing for a surprise party for him. Yeah. And they're getting all decorations and everything. It's really cute. And she wants to take her cousin to go pick something up for Quailan later. And yeah. If- Cousin, what is his name? D Mark. D Mark. Okay, D Mark. Cousin Chevelle goes fucking crazy when he finds out it's a it's a car. Yeah, she bought him a five thousand dollar truck.
1: He loses it so he bad. It's so in the car funny. Lot. He's like, this could be an escape vehicle. What are you doing? Five thousand dollars. And, um, he's it like, you're just, gullible. you're just gullible. She was like, I'm not gullible. He's like, he has not shown you anything. You don't even know him. It's like, he's like, well, shit, I got to get him in prison. Give me a $5,000 car. <laughs> what? You know, he doesn't have to do anything. He's all yeah. set up for
0: life. He's got a house. He's got a car. And she's like, it's just to be nice. And he has shown me he's been in a relationship with me. And the cousin is just the voice of reason. Just reading her up and down for filth. I mean, he's not accepting this. And this is
1: the mood he's now
0: going to be in when they're like, surprise! Yeah, yeah. Qualon comes through the door.
1: Yikes. I I, kind of agree with D Mark. I was like, maybe give it a week. Give it a week. Before you give him a car. I mean... I know,
0: right? I mean, giving him a car right away. Like, how about, you know, we go pick one out together. We talk about options. I don't... It just felt like very much... Ties him there even more or Like DeMarc said gives him an escape vehicle
1: (laughs) This is his escape vehicle I loved him (laughs) do you see this
0: Yeah should we talk about mouth hole And destiny
1: (sighs) Yeah Uh, Sean and destiny Yeah she uh, He's trying to get lucky first thing in the morning She's super hungover and is trying to get him away And um she's like Man I got so fucking drunk last night Vegas is amazing and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to work. And she goes, okay, so I need you to leave your car and your credit card so I can go buy some stuff for our home. You said you wanted me to decorate it, so I'm going to go buy some stuff. And um, she says she's not on parole or probation, but she's not allowed to have a bank account with a checking or a savings, which is a bank account, because she was charged with 598 cases of check fraud. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Sean's reaction to this is, well, I can just put my credit cards on your phone, and you can just pay on your (laughs) phone. Yeah. And he's, like, giving her access to his funds, even though he's on the hook for $50,000. She demands it. And then she's like, well, what's the limit? And he's like, I don't know, maybe $1,500? She's like, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. She's got that big, fat, gypsy wedding attitude all the time. Like I said, she is ready
1: to fight people. She's ready to throw down. So she says, wants a higher limit. 10K. Yeah. 10K to shop. I was like, what What are you buying? She goes, I want 10K to shop. He's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just, let's just do 3,500. <sighs> and then she goes, I'll make up for it later. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Pop those dentures out. Um, he says he can only go on like this for a few more months because uh, he'll run out of money. But if he tells her that, she might ditch him. And then she won't show up to court. And then he's going to lose not only the 50K. But the person he loves. Exactly.
0: And she'll also, by the way, burn your house down with you in it, Sean. Just FYI. That's who you're dating.
1: It's. (laughs) So he gets in the car and he calls his ex, Kelly. And she's like, oh, I'm glad you called. Gracie wants a game for 40 bucks. He goes, okay. And um, he says, yeah, (laughs) Destiny got out. And Kelly goes, great. I hope you're happy because I'm beyond mad. I'm pissed off. I don't want to talk to you right now. You made your decision. So I've made mine. Click. Team Kelly, yeah, Team he's, Kelly. He's like, oh, these two women are gonna have to meet and get along for uh, the kids' sake. Uh, which one is Gracie? How old is she? Oh, so many children. Um, so she goes. He shopping. says, "I have
0: money set aside for my six kids, so I should be fine." But I can't afford to support Destiny. You know, spending thousands of dollars every day either.
1: <gasps> <sighs> what did he think was going to happen?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Dude has six kids. He wants to lie to Destiny about how old he is and how many kids he has. And then he's like, oh, yeah, we didn't start out on a great foot because I just happened to lie to you about all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, you told me you were 37. Had two kids. Nope, 45 was six. Have some tacos. I got a taco tote. Got a taco tote. So she goes shopping. And she goes to a store that looks really very nice, actually. And I was thinking, like go swing on by tj maxx our home goods and but seriously no, way too to nice a, but kind of like a fancy store oh,
0: and you know they told her to go there because they're like we want we want you to talk to this ex-con
1: yes so Annalisa is the salesperson and um she tells the camera as she's walking in he told me 1500 but i'll spend what i want it's like okay so <laughs> she's, um
0: she's ready to fight mannequins she is yeah. <laughs> just ready at all times so analisa a
1: doll and Lisa just happens to have also been in prison and happens to also like girls and is happy uh-huh, Destiny's sitting on uh-huh. her. Happens, to, happens, happens to be. Um, and Destiny explains, you know, I, look, here's the deal. I want to date Sean and a girl at the same time. So she's chatting with Annalisa and she's telling him about Sean and she's like, do you like sushi? Because my man doesn't like sushi and we could go out for sushi and we're going to go on a date. And um, Annalisa's like, okay, great. So she's like he's going to marry me for sure anyway and I'm fine with a throuple basically like I mean it could be me it could be I mean he could be with her I could be with her it doesn't matter I don't I'm whatever so then she tries to buy our mirror and for like seven, $70 it seems like it wasn't very much something like that mm-hmm. and her card was declined and Lisa's like that's okay I'm just going to put this on hold for you over here don't come back in here I'm scared now <laughs> straining order straining
0: order and then she goes oh yeah I need your phone number she's so aggressive
1: I'm going call you like, oh, for that yeah, date okay. <laughs> You're going <laughs> sushi. You're going to like it. Throw sushi at you and you're going to fucking eat it.
0: <laughs> destiny needs to give what's her nuts. The blonde in Vegas. Tracy. I can't even remember her name. No, no. Our one whose tongue comes out of lolling out of her Jessica. mouth. <laughs> Jessica. Destiny needs to give Jessica some of her uppers and Jessica needs to give destiny. Some of her downers. These two need to meld somehow
1: yes they need to even each other out wow yeah yeah usually rub
0: off on each other can you imagine those two together oh my god why do why do we never get a love after lockup reunion i realize it's because half the cast ends up going back to prison but the (laughs) ones who are out yeah why can't we get them in a room together i'm talking pre-covid we didn't even do it then we never have a reunion we never have a tell-all and this cast in one space together when and if that can ever happen again would be amazing like it i can would. imagine no better reunion than a love after lockup reunion
1: i think it's because they split up or whatever but you could still have like um okay help me remember the name of the guy that i thought was so cute and he was like the hot felon and he had the big uh um member and that cute little redhead girl and they did it in the um like at the oh, roadside yeah. park yeah um I don't. I don't. I we have seen my head so many. Like, where I are they now? Head,
0: with her, exactly. I know, but the thing would be that would be great is what they do on ninety day. These couples don't know each other either. They all film separately in separate countries with different crews. Yeah, I mean, at least for Love After Lockup, they're all usually here in the U.S. I think we got a Canadian couple one time. Get them together. After this mess is over and people can be together, I realize that's a factor. But the fact that they've never done a reunion or a tell-all for Love After Lockup baffles me because it would be incredible. We demand it. Incredible. Yeah. We demand it. Okay. Do it on Skype. Do it on Zoom. We don't even care. We're watching the shittiest content ever right now. We can go lower. We can always go lower.
1: (laughs) Uh, Should we talk about the new couple, Heather and Dylan? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, I know. Okay. Heather is a model. And uh, so she's going shopping for sexy lingerie and calls Dylan. Dylan is in jail for five years for residential burglary and possession of ecstasy. Um, I didn't even know you could get arrested for that. But I guess if you're in the middle of burglarizing somebody and you have some X on you, they'll throw that charge in, too. I didn't know either. Exactly. Dylan also looks
0: like a completely different human being in almost every picture they show of him. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. You're like. Who is that Is that his little brother Is that his older brother
1: Um, Is that his dad
0: Is that him What version He looks like a million Different versions of himself He's one of those people Who can probably change it up Because with his hair You know filters Or whatever But I'm like Damn I can't even tell What he looks like From all these pictures Then they showed him Being interviewed Or at least on camera And I
1: got a better sense He's He's cute very good-looking. Um, mm-hmm. So she's going shopping for the sexy, sexy lingerie, and they're, like, talking about, you know, vibrators, and she's talking, with, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, she pulls one out of her purse. She's like, oh, here, yeah. I got one right here. I'll, I'll just, just wipe just it a, off. Here, you want to a, touch it? Wipe <laughs> it. Just in case. Um, she said, just in case of what, I don't know. So she says she's... Um, just in case. She says she's really wants to be w- with someone now that she can be with and work with and, and grow with, and that's Dylan. And she had met him at a party uh, a while back, and she thought he was very sexy and strong. And when she's with him, she feels like a goddess. I was like, hey, don't be stealing Tracy and Clint's word now. There's only one goddess, and her name is Tracy. Mm-hmm, with the E. Period.
0: Yep. Unless somebody screamed, my goddess, outside of your prison cell and thrown his cell phone at least 20 times in your honor, you cannot be classified as a goddess.
1: I think so. So she tells the store girl that she never had sex with him because they started dating and then I guess he then he got went to jail. And uh, yeah, went to jail a few weeks after they met. And so the collage of his mugshots is pretty incredible, but they're engaged. And she has been visiting for five years, and they just feel like they're already married. He calls her my wife, and she thinks they're already married. So she finds a sexy outfit to wear for him, and she says when she gets out, she's going to give him a bath, suck his dick, and cook some food. <laughs> Is this going to be
0: like an Angela
1: and Tony situation like, where she's uh, like, you want a steak or a blowjob? And he's uh, like, uh, a steak? I'd like a steak, please please ma'am well since he's in for burglary and possession maybe he won't have to go to a halfway house but again we don't understand these rules even though it's been explained i still don't understand here's something i'm going to say about heather uh her body be banging teeth not so much
0: you know there's always there's always some teeth to discuss i will say i think she's interesting looking I can see like I I think maybe she's a model for catalogs or whatever not necessarily like high fashion but I can see her being chosen in that industry because she does have like a different kind of look I agree I don't yeah I like it she's really cute she also seems fucking crazy as hell like batshit crazy as hell yeah, so be I fun think
1: that it's going to be a sh- she's crazy and he's reformed situation. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, I think so, too, for sure. She just seems like she has that frenetic energy and she has that destiny ish, like readiness to fight anyone, including just inanimate objects.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, she's going to be a mess. And also, it's interesting that they're showing her and Dylan this late in the season, especially before this. To our mid-season finale, I guess and uh-huh. sh- it's like, oh my god, we're almost at that, and we're just now seeing them. But you know, these shows are always so weird with when, when, and how they introduce couples. Sometimes,
1: yeah, and it usually always means somebody's going away. So we'll just take bets on who that is. Um, yeah, now, so we saw just a little bit of John and Christiana this week. Yeah. Um- you know, he picks her up at the halfway house and she's telling him about it and the people in there and everything. And he brings her flowers. She's like, Oh, these are so nice. He goes, you could take them to your mom. And she's like, great. So she meets with her mom and they cry and they talk about how much they love each other. And the mom is so sweet. And, um, the mom says, Christiana has been in and out of prison for half her life. And she's happy that now she seems really happy. And, um, Christiana asked her about, uh, the, the lunch that she had with John and mom says, I'm surprised you two got married because you 2s did didn't know each other very long. She's like, Yeah, it I was, know. I... It was used to, excuse
0: me. It was used to. Oh, used to, not you twos? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I thought it was used to. Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, she's like, uh, The mom says, I'm just worried. Um, you know, the mom is always going to be worried. I'm, she says it'll be different this time around, but of course, in the back of her mind, she worries. And um, Christiana cries in the confessional and says that you know my mom is my world to me and um, I'm afraid I'll lose her again but you know when I'm using I don't think about that at all I just mm-hmm. only think about once I get locked up like oh what have I lost mm-hmm. and she says and that's the fucked up part and she says she's never finished a parole and but she's never had anybody to go home to so she's hoping that John's really going to help her because you know he's not a drug abuser and she hopes that she can go home to his fly infested home um now she can get a key to key to that padlocked uh
0: what is it the fridge or the freezer it It was was the the freezer freezer that was padlocked Mm -hmm. with human body parts in there probably allegedly freezer with can we talk about what's going on in his truck just in a general sense i mean there's there's the riffraff left from the makeshift wedding or whatever Uh but also his truck is like a roving big lots or something i mean i feel like he reaches into the back of it and he pulls products out. Like, uh, like he could just pull something out of there at any moment. He's like, I got a sweater here. I got uh, a feather boa. I got uh, flowers. Here's some flowers. Take these to your mom. I,
1: I got a giant vape for you back, and a giant vape for me. <laughs> that's it's amazing. Yeah.
0: I'm like, I could just watch him reach back there and just produce items that are bizarre and make no sense.
1: And it says something on the back.
0: And, like, cur- It says something, letters. too.
1: I think I to like read a thing. <laughs>
0: All that shit flew off on the freeway when he was hightailing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> the truck has now become a new character in their storyline. I need to know more about the truck, what's in there, what he keeps in there on a regular basis. What does it say on the back? What is it? Does it say something about the wedding? Okay, anyway. Just married? Yeah, so the mo- the mom is very sweet. The mom is side-eyeing the whole situation of her marrying this guy, John, who read her his whole rap sheet and told her about Marion cousins and all the crazy shit he's done and told her how many kids he had and that he'd been in prison and it was, it was nuts. The mom does not have a good impression of him and she can't believe they got married after only knowing each other for three months. (laughs)
1: All right, Uh, next Friday, it's all going down, and who will make it out safe and who will have to run for it? It's the two hour mid season finale. Wrote that all down. (laughs) Okay. Good job. Okay. Uh, the sister of Qualon tells Chevelle that if anything happens to her brother, the two of them will go have a problem. She tells her that in the kitchen. Uh, Jessica's dad takes Maurice outside to talk to him. Uh, Christiana and John go to eat, and she feels like someone's watching them. And then we see him run down the street, and he says he's never been so worried in his whole life. We don't know what happens there. Uh, I didn't understand any part of that. He jumped up and started running like Paul-style down the street. Yeah. Um, Dylan and Heather get hot and heavy, and they... Do it all night long. I don't know. Destiny tells Roadside Bang. Destiny opens up the door and tells somebody to go home now. And then we see Sean with a phone screaming. So I don't know what that was about. Um, all I know is Destiny's like, "This is my house now. Everyone can leave because." <laughs> Destiny I will, you know.
0: immediately when she came out to that car should have just looked at Sean and said, "Look at me. I am the mm-hmm. captain now. I am the captain. I am the captain now. Everything you have is now mine, mm-hmm. and you'll just be lucky to live." lucky to live
1: lucky to live yep and the last one is we see Lindsay trying on some sunglasses but later she's crouched on a bathroom floor crying and saying don't fucking touch me and scott's like jumping back like he's touched like hot fire so yeah i get we're gonna see them in the two-hour mid-season finale whatever that is next week (laughs) (laughs) the the whole week is just lousy with mid-season finales everywhere what else are they going to give us they better give us something else
0: we're getting some life after lockup quarantine edition in between right that's yeah. what we're getting yeah
1: because Which we're, we're getting, getting um we'll cover it here marcelino and Brittany, and yeah. uh who else oh our favorite tony and angela tony and angela with the covid and mm-hmm. um lamar and andrea yes our face, our, oh, our faves god i love them okay
0: uh let's move on to 90 day fiance the other way no. never mind happily ever let's after let's move on to 90 day fiance <laughs> happily ever after Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I have it in no particular order. I think we should save Angela and Michael because they had a lot of footage this week and some of the other ones were pretty quick. Yeah. Um, this week was kind of dark, I will say. Like, kind of yeah. dark. Especially because of the Paul shit and the Kalani Asuelu story yes. which is like really going into the shitter i mean i was like oh girl like i feel like they're gonna end up staying together but this is a moment where you see the truth dawning on her do you want to just
1: start with them let's start yeah. with Kalani and Aswelu. okay oh bless um god so all right i'm scrolling to them so let's see we start off with uh Kalani in the hotel room with the kids but then we get the red screen of death that says Last night, after the cameras left, Asuelu overheard Kalani and Kalini talking about him. A large fight ensued, and he left alone to go to his family's house. Kalani and Kalini spent the night in a hotel. Kalini flew home, and Kalani postponed their trip back to Utah. Now, why didn't they just stay in the Airbnb? I don't get. If maybe he left, their rental had ended. <clears throat> maybe. maybe I don't know. Because yeah. they postponed their trip because she was like, was, I guess she was okay. I, maybe she was supposed to fly back with Colini and the kids. And then she postponed it to wait for him. Cause she says that he doesn't fly back with me today. I'll go with the kids by myself. Okay. Okay. That's probably what happened.
0: Um, yeah, it's, but can you believe that update? That update was like a full paragraph. It was, <laughs> was like, long. They, really, they explained everything. Like, so it's going to continue screen after screen. Yeah. So yeah, he slept somewhere else, but, but then we find out that he actually came back in the middle of the night on one knee with flowers and balloons.
1: Yeah, or in the in the morning or something. Um, in the morning
0: sometime. Yeah. yeah but she, in between then Kalani calls her mom. Yeah. And tells her what's going on at a high level. You know, Kalani left, they fought. He's you know, ridiculous and immature and she's and she actually says, "Did you have these issues with dad?" Mm-hmm. And her mom says, "You know, I did a little bit and it took us and you know, we still do sometimes and it takes work." And I know that, you know, You don't necessarily just walk away from a bad situation. You do try to fix it, but you're just going to have to see where your breaking point is, essentially. You know, because she really feels ready to just call it quits at times. Kalani does, and this is one of those times. Then she goes back to, well, what if we just need to go to therapy or work on it more? And her mom was kind of trying to be even-handed about that. But then they, then they made the point that Father Chinbraid came over when he was 12, and Asuelu yeah. didn't come over until he was 22, and obviously we see his family, and there's some, I would say, some mental health issues going on there as well. This mm-hmm. isn't just a culture thing. In yeah. my opinion, as a viewer, it seems like there's more going on, and I think with Asuelu as well, it's just more pronounced in them. Like Kalani's father doesn't seem like he's mentally even close to the same level. N- no he's no. so they're, much they're so black and, they're so
1: black and white so black very yeah.
0: very concrete thinkers yeah so they can't just keep saying it's a cultural thing
1: yeah and um you know that's the mom says we well, have to think about the kids and connie says if i was lo- if i was go- looking from the outside in i would say you know to be done um yeah But she's because of her two kids, you know, she feels like she has to stay. So she's on the bed doing makeup, and he walks in, and she said he showed up to the hotel with balloons and flowers for Valentine's Day. And just like always, he pretends like nothing's happened. And it's like he just wants to go home, and it's like he's not going to apologize or anything. And he sits on the bed, and she's like... If you have problems on February 13th, you still have problems on February 14th. It doesn't matter if it's Valentine's. And he says, I came here last night, and I was hoping we weren't talking about this anymore, or I'll be more mad. Mm-hmm. Now, she's applying makeup, and a human has crawled up to her, lifted up her shirt, and started feeding off of her while she is applying makeup, and he is trying to put his arm around her.
0: Exactly. I was like, I mean, can you believe that is just a right there at that image yeah, is how her life is going. Yeah, everybody she's taking care of everyone while she's trying to take care of herself. Yes. And it is so hard to watch something like that cuz and then Oliver falls asleep on her lap when she's talking to her mom. I mean, yeah. she's just constantly multitasking. She is calmly putting a winged eyeliner on yeah. as she tells him that he has problems and they need to resolve things. I mean, she never stops. kind of engaging in the nonsense. I mean, she's, she's engaging in a good way. She's explaining to him why when couples have issues, you have to talk about it, but never stops with the makeup. It's like, she's so used to doing it all.
1: Yes. You could tell. I mean, she's like breastfeeding one baby, putting the sleep, breastfeeding the other one while on the phone, while putting on makeup, while, you know, jujitsu fighting somebody over here on the left. I mean, it's crazy. And, she says, Aswala um, tells the camera, you know, I was very upset with how she spoke to my family. And I, I was mad that Colindy was trying to get involved. And um, he tells her, he goes, Well, the reason I left because you said I'll knock out your sister. And then your sister joined in the conversation. That's how you and your sister are. And you just don't like people telling you what to do. And she goes, No, we don't. And we don't like men telling us what to do. And you're not used to this. You're not used to be strong women. And he goes, I don't want Kalani involved. We are a couple and don't need our families involved.
0: What uh, has what this, this family is what been man doing? Mother and sister <laughs> just tried to, like, jump Kalani
1: on a bridge or wherever that was. Shake her down for money. So what wow. How does he say? I mean, and nobody even addressed that that was so hypocritical. And um, she says, look, you just don't like my family because they'll stand up for me. And he goes, oh, so your dad must have told you not to listen to the man you're with, your husband. She goes, that's right. And then he says, she, she's Father's like, Father I just, Chin Braid, get him in here, man. Get him in here. wait. I can't wait. I can't get wait. She gets home. So she says, maybe the, we should go to therapy. And he goes, okay. He, he tells the camera, he goes, no idea what that means. Never heard of it. But he just agreed because it's important. And. Here's a sidebar. Her children are always in pajamas. I've never seen her children in actual clothes except for at that birthday party for Oliver because he had on a monster truck t-shirt. They're always in footy pajamas, and I worry we about the dirtiness. We always did footy pajamas and stuff when we did flights with
0: Skylar, too. We would do pajamas for, like, trips most of the time, too.
1: So 20. maybe it's that. We always see them sort of in transition. Maybe so. Traveling. Um, so they're headed to the airport, and she goes, This has been the worst trip of my life. And he goes, Why? Why? what again earth to you what planet is this guy on he should just nodded and said yes i agree but no he has to go why he has to push the button and then he says i don't want that thing that happened here anymore because the more i talk about it the more i get mad she's like okay as she's shoving balloons and flowers into the trash can and she's like look i'm glad that he came and is helping me here but i need a fucking break i'm tired I'm emotionally exhausted and I just want to get home and I just think I want to be done. And the producer goes, well, what do you mean? And she goes, I, I don't, I don't think I want to be married anymore. And then she cries and says, I love him, but I, I need to love myself and the board and the boys even more. It made me really. And I, you know, because she's so actually like in that moment crying for, because yeah. what she's trying to say is really sad. Like, I clever. know
0: that was a real moment. You know, we joke about a lot of shit on this show is set up for, whatever absurdity yeah because it's supposed to be funny or extra dramatic this was not this felt super real i felt for her so much i do too he's just such a child i mean therapy is not going to fix this in my opinion it is not going to fix this he has some deep deep issues you know he's going to be able to understand understand. needs Mm -hmm. to take him aside on an abandoned path in the woods again or wherever that was and really tell him what's going to be expected from here on out no more you know calling her names he already he's done it again yeah he called her names again and he le- like flees the scene again he left the house yeah anyway let's yep. move on from them should we cover the dark black hole that is paul and Carini?
1: yeah it's really it's really rough that paul and Corini Especially now. And somebody just posted I today that he's gone back to Brazil to get their house together. Because he needs to he's keep lying. It. He lies constantly on He needs Instagram. to keep it clean. Just like he... Get... I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And he okay. said, she's See not here. Call? She's in Indiana. I was like, what? Indiana? How do you know that? He right? posts lies
0: constantly. And so you never know what is true or what's not. He's trying to lead people to basically reach out and contact him. He's always seeking attention. There's something very wrong with him. Right. For real. I hope he listens to this. Mm. Because he's actually... He's scary to me at this point. Not to me, but I mean to Karini. And we actually start with Karini going to see an immigration lawyer and a translator... Thank God. ...to see what her rights are. So she's starting the process. You know that shit has been really bad. Mm. And she doesn't say specifically. She just says, we fight and we fight and we fight. And it's not good for me. It's not good for the baby. I miss my family. I want to be able to go back to Brazil. And so she asked the lawyer this, like, what are my rights? Can I travel with Pierre alone? Or can I, am I bound here? And when she's asked, well, what are your documents? Like, do you have passport? All this stuff. She's like, I have it all. And it turns out she can go mm-hmm. if she wants to. However, my sense is that the lawyer was trying to warn her about the ramifications of both legally, maybe, if she takes the baby and just says she's leaving forever. You're Right. Or if Paul claims that mm-hmm. was kind of the subtext too, because we know that he also didn't he file like CPS reports against her a while ago to start the process of not allowing her to take
1: and he, sa- and he says it he says it coming up that yeah. that's what he's going to do and um yep. that's that this he says you know she could. Um, Paul has as many rights as you do, and he could put you in family court, which, you know, would back you know, back up you being able to leave. And so you really need to try to resolve things with him on good terms for the sake of the baby. And she says, you know, I would never stop him from seeing the baby, but all the fighting is just not good for me or for him or the baby. And Paul arrives home to the dogs who are locked up with the padlock, yep. which I didn't quite gather. Like, what if And he just happens? scratches on their cage. Yeah.
0: No interaction. Again, this dog kennel is as big as their one-room house. Yeah. What is this property? Why does he have these dogs? Please give those dogs to a more responsible owner. And he has, like like you said, garbage bags all over the windows. And he's like, That place has a murder scene ready to happen. uh, Like, he's getting it ready.
1: I have plantains. I have plantains. These might not be as big as you want. She goes, like, I don't, stop. I don't care. And, um. She's eye rolling him the whole time going, did you get a job? Did you get a job today? And he goes, you know, I've applied all these places. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. And she goes, you talk and talk and talk, but you never actually do it. And then she goes, well, so I talked to this lawyer today and he is stunned. He was like, how did you get there? And he says, Uber. And he's like, I, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know that you could like, uh, get an Uber. Like, I didn't know what you could. Um, and she goes, well, I wanted to find it's out. so
0: gross. He wants to keep her isolated. He wants to control
1: her every movement. Yeah. Ugh. And she said, I had to go find out my rights. And now this is where I was really noticing what a mush mouth he is. Cause he goes, I don't know what you mean. You're a permanent resident. I had to rewind it. I go, what did he say? You're a permanent resident. I know. He's trying to say, she's a permanent resident and the baby is a citizen. And he said, what do you need to know that I haven't already told you? And she goes, well, what I found out was I have the right to travel with Pierre alone. And he goes, Oh, okay. So you're going to leave me alone here. Okay. I provided for you. Everything I've given you, you just want to jump ship. She says, no, I just, I just need to see my family. I want to see my family. And he says, uh, that's messed up. And as his father, I say, he can't travel without me. And she goes, I don't, I don't understand the problem. I just want to go see my family. And then he starts in on, I have 50% rights. And then she starts saying, fuck you. Fuck you. And he's like, oh, oh, fuck me. Fuck me. And she goes, I don't want to talk anymore. I don't want to talk. And he says, I will prosecute you here and and in Brazil. You can't mm-hmm. keep my child from me. And this is very real. Anything you want to say to me now? And she goes, I-, I would never say that you can't see the baby. I never said that. I'm not that type of mother. I just want to go home. Then he goes over and tries to hug her. Mary
0: Payne. Exactly. This whole like, thing, okay. the escalation. The control, the coercive control. I mean, it's just an abusive situation. It is I so think. It's so gross. And it's her trying to put it, you know, just kind of put that out there like, oh, no, I would just be going on a trip. It's like her trying to escape without making him mad. Right. Oh, right. God, I can't even stand it. Yes. It is so dark and disturbing. And he then says. He gets that awkward hug. She is so <laughs> disgusted and she's scared of him. She's disgusted with him. She's controlled by him. Hashtag save Karini. I still hope she's in a safe place. She Me still job. has. She has a lawyer right now. We don't know if it's the same one made
1: for TV one or if it's like another one. But yeah. I'm just I mean, hoping she's getting help. But he's saying to her, it's okay, okay? Like, I love you very much. And I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I have nothing against you. What a what? creep. What? And she's like, stop, Paul. Stop. And he tells the camera, you know, I maybe I, I, did, I did go a little too far with what I was saying. I, I didn't mean to make her cry. But, you know, I never thought moving here would ruin our relationship. So I had to go back. I'm like, what did he say? I never thought moving here would ruin our relationship. He's trying to say relationship. He swallows the ends of his say, words. Sure, sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's but hard to even understand. It's him dark. And I just
1: really, really like truly worry about her. Uh,
0: same here. Yeah. Same here. I mean, she has no one over here. And Mother Paul is halfway scared of him, too. You know, like, she wants to help Karini, but she's, like, scared of Paul too, because Paul is crazy. He burns down houses. You guys, oh, God, make it stop. Okay, let's move on to um, a happier version of Andre than possibly we've ever seen since his daughter was born. I mean, watching him take the family Libby and the family Andre to this excursion to a traditional Moldovan village where we stomp grapes. He was so happy yeah. and being such a good sport. And I'm like, all right, Andre, I'm going to give you this week. Like, good for you. Plus, family Libby sucks so bad. Oh, God. Like God. that whack pack, walking around trying to be the enforcers. They. I'm like, they suck so bad, they make Andre look good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when they were in the car, and um, Jen goes, well, you never. Th- I never thought I'd be here in a bus driving through Moldova. Whoever thought, I didn't even know it was a country till we met you. Yeah, and I know you only said, know that Tampa exists. And Andre says, well, you thought uh, Chinese and Japanese were the same nation. <laughs> and she right. goes, I never said that. He said, yes, 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 you did. Yes, you thought that. Yes, you did. Um Now, Baby Chuck is trying to push his buttons and was like, there are a lot of pretty girls here. Like, did you date a lot? And he goes, yes, like everyone does. And Baby Chuck says, oh, there's just so many, like, pretty girls here. Like, why would you choose an American girl? And Jen goes, maybe the girls here are, like, Russian and have, like, attitudes. And he goes, like you. Like you, Jen. Yes, yes. Like you. So he's telling the camera he's on his best behavior and, uh... Chuck, baby Chuck and Jen, they're all watching and watching him. They're watching him to make sure. Yeah, I've called them now the evil three because the three of them trying to stand there like we are the evil empire. We're oh, I know going to. they are the worst.
0: They're like so, a little dog pack. It's like big dog, small dog, short dog, and tan dog, and they all stand <laughs> together for these shots, and they look at the camera <sighs> like they're private investigators. Yes,
1: yes. And, and like Chuck is their fearless leader, for God's sakes.
0: So, yeah, exactly. I've been there to me. They're the I have them as WP every single time, whack pack, because they show them three together marching around the streets of Moldova, yeah. marching around this grape stomp thing. Yes, Andre is lovely and having so much fun, though. And it does turn into a fun event, like they all get into it.
1: It's Baby yeah. Chuck and Andre half embrace while they're stomping their grapes. There's funny because he's explaining like they used to do it with the stomping, but now they do it with this machine and all that. And uh, Chuck goes, "Well, could I stomp on the drakes?" And Jen's like, "Oh, oh, Dad, oh!" But then she takes her shoes. They all just take their shoes off, walk around the dirt, and then stomp all of these. I'm like, I hope that these are the grapes that did not qualify for wine, and they're just letting them do this. I know. Could for you fun. imagine having like a, a glass of whatever with the aftertaste of Chuck Foot, like Chuck Toe? <laughs>
0: Uh, like a little, little twang, zang, um, ooh, in ooh, there. Like, what ooh. is that?
1: Essence of Chuck Toe? Is that toe Essence jam? of uh, what did they say on Pillow Talks? He was like, "Think about all those skin cells that are in that wine." <laughs> um, so Andre says he's hoping this is a fresh start, and he says, "You know, I'm keeping myself patient and keeping myself low so I can make these things happen." I know, now, like, "What does that mean?" I don't, Low, low energy. I don't know. Me and you, low energy. Baby Chuck and Chuck say they appreciate this, that good day. It was a great day, but it absolutely does not replace the other night. You can't have one good day to replace that one night. They are just so awful. So the evil three or the whack pack go to see Marcel, and um, he's like, huh, how's your visit? Do you like the country? And Baby Chuck's like, I mean, it's all right. And meanwhile, they're standing in this beautiful looked like a ruin or a park or something that was gorgeous. Overlooking
0: the, a bay or an ocean or yeah. some gorgeous waterway. I'm like, these people are so just exhausting. Let's call them exhausting. They're the kind of people who you would never want to travel with anywhere. Uh-oh. You would never want to entertain them. It, they're just horrible. They're
1: just they're horrible. horrible.
0: They're, they're on a mission, though, to dig information out of Marcel. Right. About this whole police force job and why Andre actually left the country.
1: Yeah, Marcel seems to be just a shorter version of Andre. He is not having this at all. Um, No. And uh, Baby Chuck says, you know, I don't hang out with Andre very much. You know, he's very closed off. And he says, well, that's just how we are in this country, right? You have to, like, earn our trust, and that's how we grow up here. And so Baby Chuck asks him about being a a cop, and Marcel goes, look, Andre doesn't want to talk about that subject, and so we don't, uh, you know, need to talk about it. But basically, we were both expecting something else from the job. And we both wanted to continue to the job, but they wanted to replace us. And, um, basically they wanted Andre to do things he did not want to do. And so he left because he was going to get in worse trouble and possibly go to jail if he stayed. And baby Chuck's like, there's something here. We don't know. I was like, no, I think he just told you. And Marcel's like, and and then baby Chuck's like, I don't believe you. And he goes, I don't really care if you believe me. Um, and then he says to the camera, The whole police force here is rotten, and if you start dancing, you have to dance until the end. And somebody wanted to get rid of us, and that's it. Because that's how Andre talks, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And baby Chuck's like, so you're afraid. He goes, no, you know, I'm not afraid of of anything. I'm still friends with a lot of people in the system, and you guys just like to ask the same questions over and over, and you just keep asking the same questions. And Andre doesn't want to talk about it, and that's it. And then Chuck says... I still really want the truth. I was like, you just got the truth. Like, what is wrong with you?
0: These three need to get in their Scooby-Doo mystery van and just head head back to Tampa. For real.
1: They, yes. Yes. They are like, but I still don't understand. I was like, what? Uh, listen, I'm only seeing half of what the conversation was because it's clipped out for TLC and I got it. <laughs> pretty sure you we got get it, it. We,
0: we don't have the specifics i think they want the specifics well guess what marcel's not
1: giving that up you're mm-hmm. lucky that you got this information out of him yeah he, you honestly, know they did like a poison dart in his neck but when he turned around and like gave him a little a little truth <laughs> serum or something because <laughs> all of a sudden he's like i will tell you nothing but i will tell you this they wanted us to go but i can't tell you why uh but i'll tell you this one more thing <laughs> a poison dart in his neck <laughs> can't you see he was turned when they oh walked my up God. That is and all of a so sudden he's funny. telling the truth
0: yeah yeah sister spray tan comes out like ninja style <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh, the three uh, whack detectives okay should we do okay this whole larissa and Ericy shit is so working stupid. my last nerve it's working my last nerve i barely even can i can barely even take a note about it it's so
1: dumb Basically, like, she wants to look like a blow up doll. She wants They're to like trying doll. to pretend that Eric is paying for this when we know it's Dr. Lane Smith and we know Dr. Lane Smith gave it to her for free because we say Dr. Lane Smith. We get a whole 10 minutes of Dr. Lane Smith. We see the outside sure and inside of his clinic and his name is Dr. Lane Smith. And I did not even write that down. I just remember it because it's in my head. Dr. Lane Smith gave her this for free and we'll give her her nose for free and everything mm-hmm. else. So it was so stupid. And then they pretend pretending go shop for lingerie when she doesn't even have the boobs yet. And I know, he, and she's
0: getting measured and it's like, but you don't have them in yet. Like, what is happening here? This is all so patched together and yeah. so stupid and so fake and Eric isn't even her boyfriend. Mm-mm. He is the, so thirsty to be on TV he's willing to do all this stupid shit with her.
1: Yes. yes. I don't know, man. But the takeaway it, is that she wants to look like a blow-up doll. She thinks that's very pretty and she says that When she wakes up after her surgery, finally, her life will be better because she'll have the new boobs. That's the saddest
0: statement ever. That's really sad. I mean, that's why you do not get plastic surgery, to say, oh, I'm going to be happier after this. Once I do it, I'll be fine. She's already... Gosh, she has such a low self-image. You know, nothing's going to fix that.
1: Uh, Speaking of someone who should have low self-image and doesn't is Colt. Um, (laughs) That's so true.
0: The glasses shifting this week was off the...
1: We start off with him in a yellow lumberjack shirt, going to talk to Vanessa in the kitchen, who is in a red lumberjack shirt. And when he came down the stairs um, on pillow talk, Annie goes, oh, that looks like Mother Debbie. And um, David goes, I think they share clothes. I was like, what?
0: That's my that's
1: my theory.
0: I've been perpetuating that theory since the first season they ever appeared. So now Vanessa is sharing the lumberjack wardrobe with the crew. They're okay. all just
1: downstairs in the hall closet. Just pick one out. Um, and uh, so Jess has landed in Vegas, and they're going to meet at a cat cafe. Now, I've heard of these before. We have them where we are. But people in Pillow Talk were like, a "What? A what? That's?" They were like, that's gross. But it's I've just, never heard of that. That's awesome. I
0: would love to go to a cat cafe. Pet a little kitty. Oh!
1: Here I would we love have it. Uh, but I'm not, I love cats. Here we have, uh, you know, because where I live is near Mount Vernon, George Washington. home. So we have yeah. Mount Pernan. Is a cat stop. cafe? Yeah, we have several. And I don't know if did you see Pillow Talk yet this week? No. Erin, Molly, and Cynthia start laughing at themselves so hard, and they can't stop. They are making cat pun after cat pun because they're like, "It's a cat cafe. It's a cafe," and they they can't stop themselves. They're like, "That's a catastrophe!" Ah! And they just they literally almost <laughs> fall off the couch, and they do it the whole show. And it's amazing. I love them. It's amazing. I love Um, them. So the best thing is, is they sit down and um, she, he goes, "You look good." Like I glasses shift. I really mean that. And she goes, "How's your dick? You send pictures today? Good morning. Here's my dick. In the afternoon. How are you? Here's my dick. Good evening. Here's your dick. In two weeks, you sent your dick to eight girls. And he's like, "What?" What? What?
0: <laughs> Before she does that, though, she's like, oh, look at this kitty. Oh, and she pets the cat. And then she goes into, how's your dick? You send in your dick to people? Eight dicks in one month? Eight girls? One dick? Amazing.
1: She launches right in. That's what she's here he for. He was not expecting that. As scripted nope. as they, these two have seemed, he was not expecting that. And he goes outside and goes, well, I'm mortified and also ashamed of myself. And she t- she tells him, she goes... You lie all the time, and you send these pictures. You have a problem. You need a doctor.
0: Um, He does. Jess, we agree, girl. He needs a doctor for many reasons, because we've seen that dick pic. Oh, my God. I shouldn't say we. I will say I. I've never sent it to Mary Payne. I've never put it on social media. I haven't spread the word. It came to me unsolicited. I will never be the same. Just saying, yes, he does need a doctor. Okay, Colty (laughs) was not expecting this. You're right. I love it. He he thought he was going to be the one to spring it on her. The Vanessa is living with him, which she doesn't know yet. Right. And also kind of like Mother Debbie would have the upper hand because, you know, she'll be really trying to give Jess a second chance. But it turns out (laughs) that Colty's the asshole. And like Jess is ready to show Mother Debbie all kinds of pictures and and provide the evidence in 40 point font. If she has to print it out, whatever she needs to do, she's ready to do. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm actually so here for
1: this. I He he says in the car, she's like a, a ticking time bomb. And I did send some inappropriate imagery. And uh, when they go into the house, the funniest thing on Pillow Talk is Lauren and Alexi. Alexi goes, can you hear it? Tick, 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 tick. When <laughs> they walk in because they're just waiting. So um, Jess walks in and she tells uh, Debbie, I like your decorations and your slot machine. And I was like, well, that's it. She's either already seen the show and she knows what to say, or she's mm-hmm. got bad taste too. So mom is hand to like the half dead dolls with like knives in their heads mm-hmm. that are
0: laying on top love of the your decorations.
1: Machine. Love your my oh, god. Well, you're going to
0: love, if you love that, we've got a Wolfie head to show you that you're really going to enjoy. You're going to get to it's see right every time you staircase. run up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I love how Colt was like, I had to get out of that cat cafe. She was trying to embarrass me in the cat cafe. I'm like, Listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. Listen to the um, sentence you just said.
1: So uh, Debbie has put out some grapes and strawberries. And Cole's like, thanks, Mom, for putting out the grapes and, and things. And she goes, well, she's a vegetarian. I couldn't give her beef still. And he goes, well, I appreciate that, Mother. And she goes, oh, you know what, Colty? You're a great actor. Here comes the new Hollywood for Colty. Hey, girls. Hey, Debbie, you want to see? Hey, good morning. Here's my dick. I love you afternoon gives my dick and uh she's like, no, like i've already no, seen his dick no no she gets up and like runs out she wasn't expecting this either because normally nope. they didn't get a chance to tell each other beforehand like how to act so she's nope. like she gets up and runs out of the room and um he goes listen uh i've been bad to you and i'm sorry for hurting you and i've not been a good boyfriend and uh anyway vanessa moved in she's in the third bedroom she's like what doing this he's laying he's kind of sitting
0: sideways on the couch and he's got his glasses in his clutch almost the entire time mm. because he needs to move those fuckers up down sideways shift 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 he cannot stop the shifting she is gonna go completely nuts on him obviously yeah. next week is just the continuing
1: of this we had to see Gross, um, Pow, and Russ on a Pillow Talk, and Pow. was saying like she's looking right and left, looking for what she could pick up to throw at him. She's absolutely like, absolutely, she throw, is. throw a cat at him. What can I throw at him? Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: no cats can be hurt during the punching of Colty. No, especially not.
1: What's the name of their cats? It's like Sugar Bear and Cookie, cookie dough, dough and Shooky. I don't know. Yeah, cupcake.
0: Good morning. Have you met my dick? I love you. Is Have it, you it, seen it, my, is my, dick? my third cat. <laughs> I wish that should just be the greeting, you know, the greeting we all use from now on. Oh so Twenty twenty. All old questions are out the windows. Is funny. She's very funny. She's super funny.
1: Okay, so you know who's left. You yeah. know who's left. Now I don't Angela. have a ton of great Angela quotes this week. I have some. Mackle. But not as good as weeks past. I, this was kind of a sad week.
0: This is kind of like a like a dark weird sad week on a lot of fronts like just gave us some comic relief but like the paula carini thing the you know the andre stuff some of that was fun and lighthearted. some of it was just like those three idiots walking around trying to be enforcers and then the i don't know it just seemed like a week where we were bridging storylines and also there was just like a lot of heaviness yeah like heavy heavy shit
1: yeah anyway so here, here, here comes some more. Um, so the wedding is on again. It'll be off by the end of the episode, but it's on for now. Oh, yeah. And um, yep. that's their episode storyline in every episode. And so she goes to see Coco at the flower shop. Now, Coco was a sweet baby angel. She was awesome. Now, Angela has beautiful her... Beautiful and awesome. These women are beautiful. Now, what do you think that Coco thought about the wallet on the chain tied to your bra? <laughs>
0: She, if she thought something, she didn't let it reflect on her expression or in her interactions with Angela. She was nothing but sweet and professional. So <laughs> she just, she ignored everything being toted
1: from like belly button up. Neck down. So um, Neck down. she says she only has the the one bridesmaid. And uh, so she explains about the eight flowers. And then she goes down a list of all her grandchildren and their birthstones and also about her mother. So it, I didn't quite understand because she wanted the eight flowers. Okay. Eight for her mom so that would make seven so she only recognizing skyla in this situation and not scotty why not nine you know i feel
0: personally attacked right now because school hasn't started yet and <laughs> i haven't had to do fifth grade math so i'm not going to entertain any math questions right, right now sorry i know that my life is going to start to really suck next week when mm-hmm. i have to do actual fifth grade math with my daughter for the entire year, probably, virtually. All but right, you're well, right. I don't know. Maybe she's not acknowledging the one in jail, or the one who was in prison, rather. Yeah, I don't know where she is. We, we don't speak of her. Okay. Yeah,
1: so she says the flowers are really important, and she he, they said you want the large and the medium, 95 or 75, which is only a $20 difference, I mean, if we're doing American money. And so she says she'll choose the 95, not the 75. He's like, oh, yeah. Angela, don't forget about the budget. She goes, well, take away from the food. Now, every person on Talk is like, no, you can never take away from the food. Can't take away. I was like, it's $20, guys. Just one I know person we're can't not come. talking about I'm... 2000 or something. Yeah. yeah. So um, at the apartment, she has on a headband, a scrunchie, uh, <laughs> and sunglasses. And yes. she is, because she calls granddaughter Marley. And, you know, she says uh, she's a little sad and she's crying. And she tells Marley about the bouquet of flowers that she's going to be toting down the aisle, not in her uterus, in her hands. And she says, the kids are just devastated they can't come. And I really wanted Marley to be my matron of honor. It's like, is Marley a married seven-year-old? How How, how is Marley going to be your matron of honor? Is she a, a married... Um, kindergarten? It's just, a new, it's just a new angelism.
0: Yeah, Marley has been married for quite some time. She's <laughs> just, ready, you know. She's on her second divorce. Like, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, matron of honor. And then also at one point when Angela was like, well, you'll probably get to this, she's like, take it or take it, or leave it or take it, or take it or don't have it. She like couldn't get the <laughs> she's,
1: phrase right. She was drunk. She's drunk. Oh she's drunk, um, which was exciting to but see a drunken boy. But she's floor. sad
0: about her mom, and we yeah. know that more sad news is coming with her mom and her family. She's excited that her friend is coming, though.
1: I do wonder, and I guess we'll find out how after the mid-season, whatever, how long it is after this is done that her mom passes away. So she um, is excited for JoJo to come because JoJo's, JoJo's the first of any family or friends or anybody she knows to ever get to meet Michael, and she really uh, wants JoJo to like him. So Yep. Now, she arrives. She hugs Michael. They wave flags and hold hands. And they're getting ready for this joint bachelor and bachelorette party together because you know she's not letting him go out to a strip bar. His friends, Bodie and Dare, are coming. And they say they had to tone it down because Angela was coming. So they go to the Rumors Signature Bar. Um, It appears to be a strip club, and she's furious. It's really not a strip club. It's just girls in, like, hooter shorts dancing around.
0: It's like go-go dancing. It's like what Erica Jane says she did at airport. Yeah, so there's...
1: From what we see, there's no full like bathing suits
0: and short shorts and twerking. Yeah. 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 Lots,
1: of, lot, lots of twerking. And it's not uh, like full, I'll take you in the side room and give you the BJ for real. Not kind for of real. Place. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. like that. So she uh, tells him right when they walk in, I know you ain't brought me to this bullshit right now. <laughs> and he's like, what? Oh, I did not know. I would I did not know. And um, she says, well, he better be on his best behavior and steer clear of these women and keep his eyes on me. If I can't trust him in front of my face, then what the hell am I doing marrying him? This won't be the this won't be the only time she questions while she's marrying him in this episode. So now the DJ is, you know, saying, like, shout out to Angela and Michael and they all put on these crowns. The men's crowns are all penises, but they don't know it.
0: Yep. Which yep. is pretty they're funny. Like, wait, she's like, Do you know what's on your head? Do you know what's on there? It's penises. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they're all pounding the drinks and uh dancing and she's rubbing herself all over him and stuff, and she's sticking her hands in his mouth for some reason, and oh my
0: God, Mary Payne, I'm glad you brought that up okay. cause she does that whole like put my finger in your mouth thing and I'm like, no, 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 Angela, that's save it for the bedroom, save it for whatever's going on on your headboard up there in your yeah, bedroom. That yeah, was the, too much. All the pillow talk
1: people we were like, What ah, no. Um, no. So he is mm-hmm. drunk and I mean, real they're both, they're all hammered but he is like staring off into the distance drunkenly as some girl clapping her butt cheeks together and she goes, you know what? I'm fucking furious. I don't want my man out here looking at another woman and that's who I am. Take it or like it and I don't care if you take it. <laughs> take it or like, like it and it. I don't care if you take it. Um, and so she gets up and she makes him leave and so th- as they're walking out he like looks back probably at like production of the cameraman and she goes oh you just had to look back didn't you well fuck you and he's like what? no no baby and no Angela no baby no so she tells the camera I didn't go to this party to watch Michael watch tits and ass when you ain't fucked me but once I'm sorry that's for real
0: We now, gotta st- we gotta break this down what did she mean did she mean on this trip
1: or ever But I think she meant on this trip because she told us on the last reunion that one time they did it 38 times in like three days or something. That's what I thought too. But some people were posting like, I think she means like only once ever. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh
0: uh-uh. That can't Mm. be true. No way. On this Uh -uh. trip.
1: No. So then she tells him, um, why don't you just stay here and have a good time and you go to your aunts and then Jojo and I are going to go out tomorrow night and find us some men. And, um, He's like, no, no, baby, no, no, no. It's not, it's fine. So, don't, 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 So, he's walking after her, and she's like, don't fucking play that game with me. Go see some more cheeks and ass. I've seen all I want to see. <laughs> now, he is standing outside saying he didn't look, he didn't look. He is head to toe covered in glitter. He's like, I didn't look at nothing. I was looking at nothing when his whole face is gleaming. gleaming. He can stand. He's gleaming and barely stand. Glitter. If yeah. hey, you, you didn't get glitter on you for, for nothing. And so, yeah. um,. She gets in the car and with him and JoJo, and she's just going off and saying, "This marriage won't be a marriage. Can you imagine what that motherfucker will do when I am not there? Can you imagine? I love him, but I can't. I do it. Can <laughs> I do
0: it?" She's smoking with the windows up. Imagine my surprise when they pan to the front and
1: Michael's there. Yeah, oh, I she's thought at- they were in a separate car. No, he's just like, "Okay, baby. Okay, baby." So it's like cameraman driving, him and the two of them, and so. um, Let's see, they get to the house and they're walking in and she goes, sorry, Mike, it's over. I can't do it. It's over. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. And, uh, you know, so he goes outside and he goes, well, now again, she says she won't marry me and I'm only worried because we have two days to make it better. I was like, for two days, y'all need to stay in the apartment lest something else happens because for sure it will be called up at least two more times in the next two days. I mean, if not more, if not more, it is so crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, and now we get, that was everybody we get. Cause we that was didn't, everybody. We didn't see Sinjin and Tanya. No, so we did not. We're going to see them next week though. Next week, Paul takes Karini to a water treatment plant to show her how great America is. And he goes, it's a poop water facility. And she is <sighs> scrunching up her nose. Like, are you showing me this? Cause this is where you're going to hide my body. Like, why are you He's showing psychotic. me this? He's crazy. Yes. And she's like holding her nose going, why Paul? Well? So, um, Kalani says it was easier for them to avoid their issues when the kids were little, but they really do need to go to therapy. And he says, how bad is our relationship? Cause he, he he's new here. He doesn't know. And she he's says, mm-hmm. she says, um, if we continue like this, we won't stay married. He's like, Oh, okay. That's, that is a level 70. That is bad. So, Colt tells Jess, I found you because I love you and I want you, Jess, you I want a family with you. Can I marry you? Ooh. And she cries. It was like, you don't love me. You never loved me. And then Debbie comes in and she's crying to Debbie. It was like, Debbie, you know, I did love him, but he lies all the time. And he's just sitting on the couch and Debbie's like, Oh God. Oh no. Yeah. Keep descending your son. She's like showing the pictures to Debbie. Like when she doesn't want them, like you try to do to me. Um, Tanya goes to drinks with Sinjin's friends who are complete assholes. And they say to her, well, you're just a control freak, right? You should admit that. And she goes, no, look, I just want him to do the changes that he said he would do. And they go, changes don't happen overnight, yo. And then the friends to the camera make a bet on camera about whether or not they're going to stay together. That's a, that's a nice friend. Yeah. Those are real great friends. Thanks, Bruce. Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. The evil three hash. Whack pack meet with Libby and Andre and say that they met with Marcel and they found out he was forced out of his country. And Libby's like, What? That is not true. <laughs> I was, Libby's like, Is that true? <sighs> Whatever, um, Angela tells Michael, and we need to talk about last night. I have been on a fucking roller coaster from the beginning with you, and I'm so embarrassed about that last night. That was not appropriate, Michael. Now, when she said, I was so embarrassed about last night, I thought she was going to say about her storming out, but she was embarrassed about him looking at the girl with the ass cheeks clapping that were all over. You couldn't help. I'd be looking too. I know, but whose bright idea was it? You know, production had a hand in this to take her
0: into that environment because that is just like a match and a powder kick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course she's going to go crazy and it's not okay, but of course she is. She can't even stand it. When they sit down to talk to those three bitches, remember? Who were fully clothed. No, those three bitches
1: never got to say Mm-mm. anything.
0: To and Angela. then he says,
1: uh-uh. he says, I will mend my ways. But before you go on about that thing, there is something I have to say. Dun, dun, dun. And then we see her crying, which I'm sure he's going to say, I love you, baby. I want to give you this new ring or something. It's going to be something totally opposite yeah. of what they made you think. And then the last scene is, dun, dun, dun. Jess meets with Larissa. And she says, I wish I would have listened to Larissa when she said Colty was a trash man.
0: I know. <laughs> that screenshots. Trash. He's a trash man. man. He is a trash man. She is, in fact, and correct. And he's not one who actually serves the public. Like, good <laughs> trash man. He's actually just a trash man. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of both recaps. You guys, thank you for listening. And thank you for um, your support here on Patreon, wherever you guys are. We hope you're doing okay out there. We know this is a crazy time. You can find us at pink shade pod on instagram and twitter you can join the pink shade facebook group page all the links are below in the show notes if you want to sign up anywhere for anything and our merch store link is in the show notes as well and we have tons of fun 90 day housewife stuff in there on taste of
1: anything
0: you want to say that we forgot before we end this i just want to recap
1: uh, When are we going to get the merch with darcy and the bathtub saying is it naked
0: is it naked? Oh my God! Let me. Write. I wrote that down last yes. time we talked, and we definitely need that.
1: Is yes. it naked? Yes, it is. Um, is okay. it naked? And we should put that on, maybe like a portable soap holder, or mm-hmm. maybe some like bottles for like you could take traveling on the airplane if we ever get to go anywhere again, like an eight ounce size. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm trying, oh, or a shower cap. Just trying to think of something we could tie it into. Shower okay. cap a-, a shower cap for your ankle monitor. Yes. Untethered together. Yes. Is it Remember? naked? Yes
0: visit naked on tether together. All right, bunkies. We love you guys. Mary Payne. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye.